Side Hustle Show 227. Don't call it gambling. How a professional card counter beat the odds in online business. What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because relying on one source of income is a fragile way to live. Now, one thing you should know about me is I love me a good outsmarting the casino story. I'm talking about stuff like Ocean's Eleven, the book uh, Bringing Down the House by Ben Mesrich, which got turned into the movie 21 with Kevin Spacey. I'm all about it. I even watched a documentary on Netflix a few years ago called Holy Rollers. It was the true story of a Christian card county team based in my hometown of Seattle. And I bring it up because today's guest actually had a prominent role in that documentary. Colin Jones went from part-time substitute teaching to starting a blackjack side hustle to running card counting teams that ended up winning almost $4 million. Today, Colin's a family man. He's a father of six and his playing days are pretty much over, but he's taken his unique skill set of counting cards and turned it into an online business and a pretty profitable one at that. In this episode, you'll hear how he built and marketed blackjackapprenticeship.com and grew it to more than 500 members. We talk pricing, the -the behind-the-scenes tech, email marketing, and lots more. All the notes, links, and a free downloadable highlight reel with all of Colin's top tips from this episode are at sidehustlenation.com slash Colin. That's C-O-L-I-N. Before we dive in, let me take a moment to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. As you work to build your side hustle into your full-time gig, FreshBooks is here to help. The award-winning cloud accounting software is going to save you time dealing with your paperwork, the accounting stuff, the invoicing, the expense tracking, so you can spend more time making your hustle happen. For your free 30-day trial, go to FreshBooks.com slash side hustle and enter the side hustle show in the how did you hear about us section. I'll be back to tell you a little bit more about FreshBooks, plus my top takeaways from this chat with Colin after the interview. Ready? Let's do it. It was actually during the height of our team that we started Blackjack Apprenticeship. So it was actually, I kind of stumbled into card counting, not really thinking, hey, I'm going to make all this money counting cards. I was substitute teaching maybe one or two days a week and looking for some sort of side hustle to pay the bills and got into card counting, had a lot of success with it. And it was just so fun growing a team and while playing, it was so fun growing our money and then doing a team and all that stuff. But we're always kind of thinking what's next because I didn't intend to spend my entire life in casinos and don't particularly like casinos. And and so we started Blackjack Apprenticeship just as an idea of, hey, we've trained a lot of people for our team how to how to do this and feel like we have some pretty good training processes and ways of thinking about it. Let's put it on the internet, put it behind a paywall and see what happens. And and the the movie 21, did you see 21? Yeah, that's the Kevin Spacey one. Yes, yes, it's awful. But uh <laughs> I when, it cuz it's based on the book, right? Oh, loosely based on a book that's loosely based on reality, but um <laughs> it's like painful, painful to watch. I'll just put it this way, I've never been pistol whipped by Lawrence Fishburne in the bowels of a casino. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, we we saw that that movie was coming out. We hustled to get the site up to kind of ride the wave of 21, which we did. And, and then we had to figure out how to turn it into an actual business after that. Okay. Okay. So that was like probably 2008. This was like forever ago. And it was just sort of this side idea because we were running the team through 2011, but, and we never mentioned that we were running a team. We just kind of had this content, put it up, added a forum and said, you know, if you want good car can training, you can pay for it here. Was this blog content, video content? What was driving people to to the site? The paid content was like a video course, which is still one of the main products that, that people pay for. It's a, it's a refilmed video course now. And I think back then we would put out like a weekly update video 
But as far as driving traffic, we had a blog and we didn't really know what we were doing. I've actually just started doing a content audit. I I read your blog post and that's been helpful for me. But man, the stuff we wrote back in 2008 was pretty bad. But we got really lucky in that we got, we put some videos on YouTube. We, We got the number one video for how to count cards on YouTube and that drove almost all of our traffic. And just like I said, rode that wave for a year or so. And and then I think we all kind of forgot about the website. And then around 2010 or 2011, I was like, man, I really think this thing has potential. And so I I threw myself into it head first. I bought out one of my buddies that I'd started it with just to, it felt like someone needed to own this thing. And I just bought him out and figured out how to get traffic and all that stuff. Okay. So YouTube was a, was a driver in the early days. And then because you, because you were still playing in the casino, like the website kind of took a backseat for a little while. Yeah. What else was going on to, so at a certain point you got six kids. Did that <laughs> play a factor in like, okay, look, I'm not going to Vegas every weekend anymore. Like I'm a family man now and I can take this whole thing online. Yeah, definitely. So I got sick of playing in casinos after a couple of years and, you know, maybe I'd one, I don't know, half a million myself, but then we started growing this team. And so I didn't have to play. I only played when I felt like it, but it was really exciting to have this new opportunity where I could make money training other people to play with my money and new challenges running the team. But then even that started to to get old after a few years, you know, just running around beating casinos and, and winning and losing, hiring and firing friends, all that stuff. And so yeah, I started having kids and thought, man, if there's a way that I could leverage the things that I know and help other people learn how to do this online, sounded like like a great opportunity. It's kind of like the team strategy, except at scale. And at the end of the day, they're going to play with their own money. So you, you don't have to worry about it as closely. Yeah. I don't have to manage them, be responsible for them. I can really do what what I'm best at, which is teaching and being an expert in the content and not have to have all the headaches of running a team, basically. Okay. So you dive back into the website. What are some of the first steps to kind of like revitalize this this asset that had been out there, but not super active for the last couple of years? I really didn't know. And I just kind of stumbled for, for a while writing really stupid blog posts. And then I kind of like threw myself into SEO and just really trying to understand it and wrote better and better content continued to understand how to get press or get links or all all that stuff. Didn't do anything black hat, just like really tried to understand how to have the best content on the internet around our keywords. And over time that started to pay off. I I think Holy Rollers helped to build credibility for us, but really it was just primarily growing traffic to the site. The other thing was we just had a conversion problem. We, We didn't really know what to put up for free and what to make people pay for. And so by really kind of figuring that out, understanding what the free content would be to lure people in, and then when to say, hey, you're going to have to pay for the rest. We're basically giving away 90% of our video course for free. Yeah. And then there there was no reason to pay for the rest. And, and no one took it seriously anyway, because if it's free, people kind of don't take it as seriously. So once I figured out basically traffic and then kind of the paywall conversion issue, sales, I think like 10x in a year. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the SEO side of things, anything specific that you did that really worked for getting links or, you know, outside of the, trying to build the best content on the topic that exists, what else was a traffic driver? The thing that's worked the best for me is just worrying about the quality of the content. 
But I did a lot of guest blog posts. I would reach out to people that had had linked to something similar. I even did like a couple PR campaigns, you know, where we had something really valuable and we'd we'd kind of pay to do a little press release about it and get get links that way. It's really hard to know which of it was the best, but I think the thing that I've seen seen move the needle more than anything is just really high quality content. Okay. And then regarding the paywall and kind of what to give away and what to make premium or paid content, what did you ultimately decide on that? That's a a question that I'm constantly wrestling with and and everybody kind of has a different answer, but curious to hear, you know, how you made that distinction. Yeah. I think Amy Porterfield, I think she says give away the what for free and you make people pay for the how. So I've focused Gosh, I've tried a bunch of different things, but what I focused on more recently is get people to have this shift in understanding what Karkang is, and really even a, a paradigm shift about how you think about gambling and casinos. We say that Karkang is investing, not gambling. And that sounds kind of, who are you kidding? But really, when you understand that Karkang is based on math and that we actually know the value of every hand that we're playing, if you get people to to think of it that way, rather than the way gamblers think about it, which is like trying to defy the odds or trying to play streaks, all these things are not based on math. Once you get people to think about Card Kang in terms of investing, then they start to, it'll dissuade the wrong people and the right people love it. You know, they start eating it up and then you just continue to build trust through getting that paradigm shift, maybe teach enough to build trust so people realize that that you really can provide value. And then the rest, like basically the course is all paid. Yeah. That's one thing that, that I really like about your site is it's not like super flashy, like, you know, make million dollars, like overnight, go to the casino and, and walk away with your Lamborghini. It's like, look, this takes time to learn. This is pretty simple math, but it's, you know, it takes a, a dedication and you got to play, you got to play perfect. It's a very realistic approach versus what I guess I imagined a site on this topic to think about, like, you know, you kind of taking a, to, to attract the right customer, right? Taking a different, a little bit uh, approach for this. So tell me, so you got the video course for sale. What's the price point on that? The video course is part of a membership. A membership is 249 is kind of the main thing, or you can get some extra stuff for an extra hundred dollars, kind of an upsell. That's annually. Yeah. Yeah. So we used to have monthly but basically it was the 80-20 principle. We found that the monthly members were 80% of the headaches for 20% of the value. I mean, it's not, it wasn't exactly 80-20, but our annual member, because we always had an annual option and those uh-huh. annual members were actually more likely to kind of stick to it. And basically if you only have, I think it was 29 bucks a month, if you've only got 29 bucks, you really shouldn't be trying to count cards, you know? That, like I said, it's an investment and you're, you're not going to, you know, beat wall street with 29 bucks. So we basically turned those people away and raised the price, which increased our lifetime customer value by quite a bit. And it just meant we were saying no to people that probably shouldn't be doing it anyway, but you get a video course, you get a forum and our forum is probably the thing I'm the most proud of because there's a bunch of card counting forums, but the tone of ours, I believe is really different. It's very supportive and you know we've got a dozen at least pros on there that'll answer your questions so there was a lot of work that was put into creating the culture on the forum but you get that and then there's training drills and there's a thing that's like yelp for card counters so we've developed a bit of software over the years just just basically trying to create the tools 
that we wish we would have had and create a combination of the things that are valuable when you start, like the video course and the training drills, as well as the things that are valuable year two and year three, like the forum and the Yelp-like software. Okay. And that's kind of the kind of an internal database of which casinos are the best to go to? Totally. Yeah. We've got the rules, the conditions basically for every casino in the US and, and we're adding casinos in Canada and in Europe. But before you go to Vegas, it's helpful to know what casinos offer the best blackjack game and all that stuff. And especially as a card counter, it's like really important to know what you're going to get yourself into before you show up at a casino. Yeah. Is that all crowdsourced from the community at this point? Or are you like doing the boots on the ground research for all that stuff yourself? Yeah. So it was pretty difficult to get that thing going. It was harder than I expected to, to really get it populated with, we, we wanted every casino in the country accurately on there. And so we did a combination of getting regional pros to, to go scout out casinos and put info, as well as even like some of these places that are in the middle of nowhere. We just call them and be like, Hey, do you guys have blackjack? And you know, ask them okay. how many decks do you deal and all that stuff and, and get information for those. But yeah, it's crowdsourced from our members as far as updating the results. And we have someone that monitors it to make sure someone doesn't screw anything up. But it's a pretty cool crowdsourced piece of software at this point. Okay. What's the $100 upsell? You get a physical training kit, practice at home, and you also get a phone call with me and what's called bankroll coaching. So I basically help figure out exactly what would be ideal for you to bet based on your bankroll and the rules of the game you're going to be playing, stuff like that. So you just get more access to me and you get a physical training kit. Okay. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. And then are you adding content to this on a monthly or, or you know, semi-regular basis? Or is it kind of the, the forum access and the, the Yelp for card counters access that like keeps people renewing or keeps people in the community? Yeah. Basically, people come, they join for the video course and the training drills and they stay for the forum. It's kind of a lonely pursuit, whether it's your hobby or if you're a professional, you know, when you're in a casino, you're the only person in there that knows that you're counting cards. You don't want the casino to know you're counting cards. So right. having access to other card counters to share war stories or share information or give back to the next generation of card counters, that's really valuable. So people stay for the forum and for, we call it Casino 411. That's the Yelp thing. I also do podcasts that are just for our members. So I'll interview some of the heroes of card counting. And usually those people don't want it public. So we just share that for our members. Oh, cool. 
kind of like a private, a private little podcast. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking like how many members are in there right now? I don't know exactly over 500 under a thousand. Okay. That's a good, that's a good ballpark. And then what else? Is there anything else that you, that you sell like on the, on the high end above or below, or even the lower end, like below that 249? Yeah. There's not a lot below that. We used to have like a, well, actually we have something on the really low end. We have an iPhone app that's three bucks and there's actually even a free version of the iPhone app. And that was kind of, we stumbled into that. We had a buddy that when Apple opened up third party developers, we had this friend, he's still a good friend and he's really smart. And he said, I'd like to create an iPhone app just for the heck of it. And we're like, well, we have an idea. And so we just, he created exactly what we asked him to create and we would rev share the thing. And it's, it's still a good, you know, brings in a little under $2,000 a month of just completely wow. passive income for this little iPhone app. That's pretty serious. What does the app do? It's a card carrying training app. It's, it's honestly, it's like one of the most valuable products we have and it's three bucks. <laughs> if people take it seriously, like if you, if someone was like, I'm going to master card counting, if you were like really serious about it, you could probably do it with this $3 app. You wouldn't have the full picture. We'll plug it. We'll link it up. Yeah. It's, it's called blackjack card counting trainer pro. And that was like, the title is based simply on showing up in iTunes. It sounds very keyword optimized. <laughs> yeah. And we're generally for the last three, four years, we've been the number one iPhone app, but other than that, we don't really have much low price stuff. We used to have an ebook, but you know, I really wanted to focus on on the membership. But then as far as like adding value beyond that, we the kind of the big thing is these we call it a boot camp, but it's like a live seminar. So I'll be doing one in June and it's gonna be about fifteen people that are paying three thousand bucks for two days of card counting training. So we always thought it'd be cool. If, if we could offer, you know, like live training, we, we started trying it, I don't know, gosh, 09, 2009, and couldn't believe that the people were paying to do it. And back then it was like a thousand bucks, but as demand has gone up and as the quality of our training has gone up and as we have more guest speakers and stuff like that, you know, now we charge three grand Wow! and people love it. Like I do a survey after every boot camp, and the feedback is, is always off the charts we also, I also do private training. Like if you want to have me fly down to you or you fly up to me, but that's the five to $6,000 range for eight hours of training. There's a few other things in there in between there, as far as stuff that we sell, like you can get on the phone with me for half an hour for 200 bucks, stuff like that. That sounds like, gosh, that sounds high priced, but to borrow the ear of someone that's run a blackjack team for a number of years. It's really hard to find people that'll do that. So tell me about this boot camp. So is this like you renting a suite at the Bellagio and saying like, hey, everybody come on down. We're gonna put you through this and then we're gonna like have a field trip out to the <laughs> casino floor and then we're gonna come back and like talk about what we learned. Like how how's that structured? Not exactly. I'm not allowed to play at the Bellagio. <laughs> so okay. that that wouldn't go very well. No, we used to do it when we started doing these, we always had so many comped rooms all over Vegas that we would just book it somewhere that we had like a comped two bedroom suite and we'd have 10 or so card counters kind of sneak into this free hotel room. But uh, a couple things happened. One is started running out of free places. There was one time we had a boot camp and I showed up to book my free room and they like had security guards escort me out of the building and say I was going to be arrested if I came back. And it's like, well, this isn't going to work. So we had to like 
last minute find a plan B place to do it. And it was so was running out of free places. Also, as the size of the group, you know, wanted to go from about 10 people up to about 15 people, we just need a little more space. So we we book a house 10 minutes from the strip in Vegas. And then we've got tons of space. We even like cook steaks and hang out and have lunch together. We've had a buddy that's a card counter come and his parents used to have their own Mexican restaurant. So he'll make ceviche and like street tacos for everybody. So we just hang out at a house and no, we don't go to a casino together because it's not a good idea for them to be seen in a casino with me is part of it. The other part of it is it would just be a logistical nightmare to bring 15 people into a casino and watch them play. Yeah. So, but honestly, if I, if I deal cards to somebody for half an hour, I'll be able to find any and every flaw in their game. So there, there isn't so much value to sitting in a casino with me. Okay. Do you think, like, are you, I mean, is your name, is your like face on the blacklist? Like as soon as you walk in, the eye in the sky is like, uh oh, red alert. Here comes Colin. <laughs> it depends on the place. Like, yeah, I'm in all the databases. There, There's a few of them, you know, where they share the info of known what, what they call advantage players. Yeah. But, you know, casinos aren't that smart. And you think about Vegas, how many millions of people come through there every week. Right. So I've never had a hard time in Vegas being able to play some blackjack. I just can't use my ID. You know, I just play what you'd say unrated. Was was it like cash only? Well, yeah, like without a player's card. They always try to get you a player's card. It's like a rewards card to to the grocery store. You know, they want want you to get one of those and then... I just say, oh, no, no, thanks. I'm not going to be here that long. And I've, I've honestly, you know, I could probably go to Vegas this weekend and play for 20 hours if I want to just play unrated. And, and I probably can't bet tens of thousands of dollars. But, you know, if I bet a little smaller, I have no problem. Yeah. Otherwise, it starts to raise some raise some red flags. So that's a yeah. that's a risk for, for your customers as well. Is there, well, you might not be able to play everywhere if you do this well enough. But I guess they understand that going in. Yeah. The way I think about it is when you start out your career as a card counter, you've got hundreds of places of employment and slowly over time you get fired from some of those places. But the beauty is more casinos pop up every year, like faster than any card counter could get kicked out of all of them. I really haven't met a card counter that can't play anywhere. There's this guy, Tommy Highland. He's kind of my hero and he's come and been a guest speaker at our boot camps a handful of times. And he says, that if he wanted to play a couple thousand hours this year, he could, that there's just so many casinos. He said he would have no problem making half a million dollars this year if he really wanted to. He just doesn't, he likes golfing too much is what he says. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. So how often are you running these, these boot camps? Three or four times a year. Oh, okay. Oh man. So, and, and filling it up primarily with people from the existing membership? Yeah, mostly it becomes kind of a... If you've spent 200 hours training yourself, there really is this desire to come to one of these boot camps, get your game evaluated, meet other pros, learn extra stuff. But there's always a few people that they just want hands-on. They don't they don't want to train themselves through a website. Yeah, that's it. really interesting. The the different tiers, you know, from the three dollar iPhone app all the way up to this three thousand dollar like in person in training. So that's kind of a cool thing to see. Did you read Dot Com Secrets? I haven't read that one yet. That's Russell Brunson. Yeah. His big thing that he pushes right at the beginning and kind of continues all the way through the book is the value ladder. Like, how are you creating value every step along the way? Like, you you start with your free lead magnet, and then what's the next way that you're, you know, creating value? And, and 
honestly, when I read that, I was like, oh, there needs to be something more valuable than a boot camp. You know, someone's been through that. What's the next thing I can offer them? But I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Well, so that's a good lead in. Tell me about the the lead magnet. If somebody comes to your site, what's the what's the opt-in offer that they see? And then what happens after that? Right now, it's an ebook that I wrote, but that's, I'm going to test something. I mean, maybe even by the time the podcast comes out, it'll be a video course that I already filmed. That's, that's, it's a mini course. And it's really what Ryan Dice calls a, an indoctrination campaign, which is like, how do you get people to think the way that you do to really understand your brand and all that stuff. So it's, it's a series of video. That's, that's what I'm going to be testing next is, is this free video course. Okay. Kind of a free video, video mini course. And then the goal of that is to get people to join the membership. What's that language look like? Yeah. Well, both the ebook and the video course, the whole idea is to dissuade the wrong person because, you know, it's one thing if I'm selling a t-shirt, there isn't this big risk of, oh, that person really shouldn't have bought this t-shirt. But when you're talking about casinos and gambling and investing, I really want to dissuade the wrong person the person that shouldn't be doing this, the person that can't afford it, the person that thinks it's a get-rich-quick scheme. So I want to dissuade them. And then for for everyone else, I want to get them to start thinking about it the right way. You know, There's a good chance that most of the people that Google how to count cards or blackjack strategy, they've been in casinos, they've played blackjack, and they're wanting to know, basically, I want to get them from thinking like a gambler to thinking like a card counter. And if that's valuable to them, then they absolutely should take if they're going to play blackjack at a casino, they absolutely should spend a couple hundred bucks to learn how to play properly. That's that's my opinion. Right. Well, you could lose that on just a couple hands if you're doing it wrong. Oh yeah. Well, you could lose that on a couple hands if you're doing it right. If the <laughs> yeah, totally. That's kind of another funny point that I've heard you mention before is when a gambler wins, like they're very excited. When a card counter wins, it's like expected, and they're more upset when it doesn't. Like, well, mathematically, that shouldn't have happened. But totally, totally, yeah. Card counter it like takes the joy out of gambling, which I think is a good thing because a lot of people what they're getting when they're gambling, it's it's like the gambler's high. It's a really dangerous thing that they've done. Psychologists have done studies that the most addictive reward is is random positive reinforcement where you randomly get, you know, get a candy bar. You don't know when it's going to happen, but all of a sudden it just happened, you know, and that's what gambling is. But a card counter, you're expecting to win. So when you lose, you're, you're kind of pissed off. And then when you win, you're like, darn straight. Like that's, I'm supposed to win. Right. What kind of tech or, or software are you using to deliver the course or to kind of like gate the, the membership area here? Yeah. So the website is mostly WordPress. And currently I'm using a membership plug. It's not, a, I don't know if it's a plugin. You know what? I've got a developer. I'm like really not tech savvy, but, but we're using a thing called a member and I don't recommend it, but <laughs> okay. it's what we've been, we've been on that since I think 2010. The problem when you've got hundreds and hundreds of members is to move them to a different thing. It's like a total train wreck. So I'm going to be okay. dropping some, serious cash sometime in the next probably six months to move over to something better. The, the, the two I hear the most, the best stuff about is member mouse and member press. But anyway, there, there's a whole bunch of these membership plugin type things that you just say which posts or which videos or which whatever, which content is behind the paywall. And then our forum is a custom designed vanilla forum. And it's, it's cool. There's all these forum softwares, but 
hours it's got upvoting and downvoting and and uh it's really easy to to find stuff I'm, i it's one of the better forum software things i've i've found okay all right well we won't hold you to the uh, a member <laughs> recommendation yeah i if someone's listening and they're like oh a member it's kind of the technology of 10 years ago but it's fine no, that's fair. And how about the the email marketing system? What's the autoresponder using to deliver the the indoctrination sequence? <laughs> so I've been on Aweber, Infusionsoft. I've used Mailchimp, and currently I'm on GetResponse. But I'm super geeking out about marketing automation stuff, and so I'm going to be. I was getting moved over to Drip, and then they changed their mind because my website is technically gambling related, even though my open rates and all that stuff is really good. They're, they're anyway, they're, they're currently on the fence if they'll let me in or not. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like trying to like protect their server reputation oh or whatever. My gosh. Yeah. It's been, it's basically, even though they're worried about server stuff, but then they looked at all my stats. They're like, oh, wow, your open rate, click rates, everything's really, really great. But they're afraid if they make an exception for me, then it sets a precedent and they're a new company. So anyway, hmm. I'm on get response, but I'm going to be moving, moving to something that has more powerful, basically, that you can serve content based on how someone's engaged with the website. That's really important to me, that I can give the right content to the right person at the right time to create as much value for them as possible. And then in return, if I'm creating value for them, have more members. Right. Okay. So if the drip thing doesn't work out, what else is on the short list? Active campaign is on the short list. I'm pretty bummed if the drip thing doesn't work out because I already figured out everything I was going to do, but active campaign seems to do everything that, that drip can. Okay. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. 
So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. What's the main focus today? Just kind of driving traffic, filling people at the top of the funnel, or what's, you know, where are you spending your hours these days? I go through, probably most entrepreneurs go through waves, you know, like I took most of 2016 off just kind of didn't do anything. And I got really excited about improving kind of our email sequence. And part of it's, I've got, I'm going to get back into creating content. I've got a huge document full of videos I want to make and blog posts and all that. And and I think that that could prep me for actually writing a book. Basically, if I get to the end of writing all this content, I should have the content for a book if I want to go that route. But the other thing that I'm working, so that's, I would say that's creating as much value as possible for people on the public side or non-members. But then to create as much value as possible for members, we're already over $10,000 into this software development for our drills, basically make all of our training drills as valuable as possible. Because it's one thing to know the information that you need to learn to be a card counter. It's a whole other thing to train at it until you're absolutely perfect. And there still isn't a really great training software out there. There's there's one that's kind of industry standard and it's Windows only. And it's really confusing and I can't even figure it out. So we're dropping a bunch of money into really awesome training drills. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of the scary thing. Like after reading, bringing down the house and kind of like getting a basic understanding of, okay, plus one, minus one. And then like standing over somebody's shoulder at the blackjack table, it happens so fast. I'm like, there's no, (laughs) just like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. So I can see exactly where these like training drills like really come into practice because you got to like ingrain this and, you know, avoid all the, all the distractions and everything else. Do you, I mean, do you find that most people are signing up to the email list first or do people come to the site and they're like, that sounds good. Just I'll pay you now. Let me sign up. Let me in. So that is something that I've been learning about. And I figured because just assuming that my customers are like me, you know, I figured every, everybody would get on the email list first and get everything for free that they could. But there's a pretty decent number of people that they're sold just from the free content. I mean, without, without getting on the email series yeah, and uh, that's, that's actually, there were some people from traffic and conversion summit that I did some kind of free consulting with and multiple people said, Hey, you got to be promoting your membership even more before people get on email. So yeah, th- I think there are more people than I would have expected that are ready to buy now. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to hear as we just had Jock Hopkins from piano in 21 days.com. Oh Yeah. And if you go to his site, you can't buy the thing. You have to be on the email list before your mm-hmm. cart is even like visible or open yeah. to you. So yeah. I could see it both ways. And it's a similar, similarly priced product. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, well, I, I can see it both ways. Well, in one way, I want to dissuade the wrong person, like you said. But the other time, you know, if somebody's ready to go, like I want to give them the opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I think the 30-day money-back guarantee takes care of if it is the wrong person. And you, realize, you know, if someone yeah. goes out gambling, loses 500 bucks, comes home, starts Googling, <laughs> buys a membership, and then comes to their senses the next day, we'll just give them their money back. But yeah, I think it really does come down to testing and seeing what, what works for your customer. And so that's what I'm, I'm really trying to figure out. Well, very cool. Colin, this is a fun business in kind of a fun niche. And I'm glad you could come on and kind of give us the behind the scenes look into into how it all works. Again, it's blackjackapprenticeship.com. And let's wrap this thing up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation. 
when, when people ask me about starting a business, because I've probably started 10 and failed seven of them, but I always say that in my opinion, being an entrepreneur comes down to doing that 20% you really don't feel like doing, that 80% of it you don't mind doing, or maybe half of it's really exciting, 30% of it you don't mind, but there's this 20% you just really don't want to do. And so my advice is figure out something that you can do 100% of and really nail that thing before you try to do the next thing. Because I think there's a lot of people that start 20 things and kind of get halfway into a lot of them. But I attribute my success to, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm, I'm not the hardest worker, but just really, you know, sticking to a task until I've nailed it and then building on that. What's an example of the 20% that you really didn't want to do for this business? Oh gosh, there's all sorts of things, but <laughs> I, I find a way to either, you know, just put it on, I'll put it on the calendar. Like I'm going to do it this day and just make myself do it. I don't like filming videos, honestly. Like I always feel really self-conscious and like, I'm not going to do a very good job, but I just, it's part of the business. So I just do it. The other part is being willing, even if it's paying someone else to do it, to say, you know what? I said, I was going to do this. I haven't done it. I just got to pay someone to get this done so that I can move on to the next next thing. I mean, there's some people I know that they're great at creating value and then, and then they don't even want to do their accounting, you know, like who wants to do that, but it's just part of getting it all done. Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of be, be willing to do the 20% that the next guy isn't willing to do and, and move things forward. And that makes sense. Yeah. Or pay someone else to do the 20%. Yeah. At least look, don't let that be a, a barrier. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Again, blackjackapprenticeship.com. Thank you so much. And we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks. This edition of the Side Hustle Show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. As your side hustle grows into a blossoming business, you might find yourself buried under a growing pile of responsibilities, administrative headaches, and paperwork. And that's where our friends at FreshBooks come in. They've created cloud accounting software for side hustlers, freelancers, and entrepreneurs like us who need to keep their admin and paperwork in check, but don't have a lot of time to do it. Like Colin will tell you, in Blackjack, timing is everything. You got to know when to hit, when to stay, when to bet big, when to hold back. And when it comes to timing, right now happens to be the perfect time to give FreshBooks a try. So why is that? Well, FreshBooks has just been redesigned from the ground up to make it even easier to use. That means sending invoices, tracking your time, and managing your projects is now faster and more intuitive than ever. The FreshBooks mobile app works wherever you do, and you can create invoices, you can track your hours, you can capture expenses on the go. See how the all-new FreshBooks can save you time dealing with your paperwork so you can spend more time making your hustle happen. Visit freshbooks.com slash side hustle to start your 30-day free trial today. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle for bookkeeping bliss. All right, my top takeaways from this call with Colin. Number one, a focus on content. Colin said his site revenue 10x'd when he doubled down on creating the best possible content on his topic. It's not always easy to do, but I think that's the price of admission in online business today. Takeaway number two, make customers members. If you're selling a digital product, what else can you add so that it makes sense for people to keep doing business with you year after year? I really liked his transition from monthly billing to annual billing as well. In Colin's case, it was access to the forum, meet other blackjack players, interact with them, and the Casino 411 directory. I thought that was a really smart way to better serve his audience, serve his customers, and also to increase the lifetime value of those customers. And takeaway number three was to offer different price tiers. For the three main products, it was a $3 app, a $250 membership, and a $3,000 bootcamp. Each one is roughly 10 times the price of the one below. And I don't know if that was intentional, but I thought it was a really cool way to provide the value at different levels for different customers and for different stages of the customer journey. 
be sure to hit up sidehustlenation.com slash Colin, C-O-L-I-N, for all the links and resources mentioned. And while you're there, you can download the free PDF highlight reel with all of his top tips from this episode. And if you like what you hear on the Side Hustle Show, hit the subscribe button in your podcast player app. Make sure you never miss an episode. That's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show, where you'll learn how and why to set up your first profitable Facebook ad campaign. I'll see you then. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.